0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Sunday. We are a Christian internet church and a local church assembly established in the love of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, I'm happy to know that we're all going to celebrate that Jesus was born next week. But you know, he doesn't have birthdays. He he lives outside of time. He created time. That's to help us. But he's before and after, the alpha, the omega. He don't have birthdays, okay? So don't tell all the other people that think he does. Just keep that to yourself. Amen? (laughs) Amen. And one day they'll wake up and realize that he doesn't have birthdays. But anyhow, if they're happy with that thought right now, don't try to take it from them. They'll get upset. Amen. You just hold on to the truth. That's what's important. I'm happy to say that we've made it almost to the end of the year. I can remember when this year started. Things looked a lot different, and now they look even more different. Amen? And the picture keeps changing. Every day it changes a little bit more. So we've decided to believe that that's for the best. Amen, because the best is yet to come, right? Amen, the best is yet to come I was thinking, Lord, you know when I leave here I'm going to leave all this stuff behind All of this drama will never cross my mind again But I remember what you said to me when I got filled with the Holy Ghost That it wasn't my turn And I'm like, well, how long do I have to wait? (laughs) You know, this is not my idea. Now that I really got it together finally, I'm ready to go. (laughs) And he didn't think so. So I'm still here. Amen? Amen. 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 So that's how that happened. The reason I'm still here is because he doesn't think it's time for me to go. So I have to wait my turn. You know, they taught you about that waiting your turn thing in kindergarten. You, you couldn't get in front of people, and you couldn't lag behind. You had to stay in place and wait your turn. I'm still waiting, and evidently so are you. Amen. And we're happy to be here. Amen? A special welcome to all of our first-time listeners, whatever brought you here and whomever brought you here, God bless them. Amen? We're happy to have you. And we hope that you enjoy the broadcast and the service and the Holy Communion that we're about to participate in. If you would like to participate, by all means, get your elements together. Amen? We are accustomed to this, so we know to have ours ready. Amen? You see, Jesus Christ came to earth for a reason. He didn't just come to see how cows look close up. That wasn't the idea. He already knew how they looked close up. He came so that 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 was lost might be saved. Amen? Amen. And that included us. We were all going astray. But he said, no, the devil can't have you. And he came to get us. Even when we were out acting stupid. Yes, you did act stupid. Don't you try to pretend we're the only one. Amen. Everybody has had their opportunity to do something stupid. Amen. And once we realized how stupid it was, now we're ashamed to tell other people we did it, except for Brother Bill. He likes to broadcast (laughs) it. And so that's how it went. We woke up one day, and we realized that we were actually going to hell. And it made a difference. You know, some people, you can tell them that, and it doesn't crease anything in their head. It goes right over the top. Still, of course, they get shot in the back, and then it hits them. I'm on my way to hell. So if you're one of those persons who you've heard about hell before, but you don't think you'll ever go there, you need to wise up. It's highly possible for you to arrive. Amen. One day all of us figured it out. Somebody had to help us figure it out, though. And that's part of the work of the church and the Holy Spirit, to help you realize you're on the wrong track. But U-turns are allowed. Amen. Amen. You don't have to put your blinker on for this one. You can just make a swift U-turn and go straight to Jesus. And when you get there, You say, I didn't know I was this awful, and I didn't know I was this bad. I thought I was cool, but I'm not. And I'm asking you to forgive me of all my sins because I've sinned, and I've done terrible things, and I want you to forgive me and receive me. And make me the person I'm supposed to be. I don't want Satan anymore. I've had enough. I want you, Jesus, to be my God. So I ask you to come live in my heart and be my personal Savior and the Lord of my life. I need you to cleanse me, to clean me up. My, my act is bad. It's real bad, God. But if you can stand me, I'm willing to be yours. Amen? Amen. It's kind of simple, just like that. It doesn't matter that you just got home from the bar and you're holding on to that ceramic thing in the bathroom and it's coming out of you both ends. It's okay. He'll take your prayer no matter how you get it out, okay? Amen. Some people have come, Oh no, not some. A lot of people have come to the Lord just like that. So don't you be ashamed at all. Amen? And no, they will not tell you that when you go to church and they smile at you. They'll just smile. Amen? It's one of the things they just don't talk about. But everybody that praises the Lord from their heart, they've got a testimony. They might not want you to know how bad they were, but they've got one. Trust me, they do. That's the reason they praise him so much, because they know where they should have ended up. In fact, most of us are keenly aware that we ought to be in hell right now. But God is merciful. And Jesus came. He was born, just like we're born, wasn't it? Yes, Mary had birth pains. Yes, she did. That's right. And she didn't get no shot either. Trust me, this was not a comfortable time. The government wanted tax money. You know how that works. And they were insisting on getting their tax money. So everybody had to get up from where they were and go back to their hometown just to, you know, it wasn't to see the folks, it was to pay the taxes, believe me. And Joseph got there. They'd been on this bumpy road all day long, and it was bumpy because it was not paid. Okay, I want you to know it was not paid. And it was bumpy and she was in her third trimester and it was nothing comfortable about bumping up and down on a donkey on a back that road that was not paved at all. Okay. It all day long. It just was not comfortable. And baby Jesus wasn't too comfortable either. You see? So what happens when you get too uncomfortable? Change has to come. So, Joseph got to town, just probably just as dusk was about to happen. And he went to all the motels, and they were all filled up. There was no room for him. Can you believe it? God comes to town, and nobody has room for him. Well, that's what happened, you see. And so Mary was feeling more and more uncomfortable. And I know at some point her water broke. That's not so comfortable after you've been bumping up and down on the road all day. It's not comfortable even if you're in a car, okay? With cushions, even if it's a Cadillac and it's got all that suspension, it is not comfortable. So with all of that drama, somebody, hopefully the innkeeper, came out and said, I know where stable is. You can take her there. There's nobody there. They went to what accommodations were available. Now, you know, when you go out of town and you have to stay overnight, you're very particular about your accommodations. You really are. And if you get there and they're not right, you get right back in your car and drive up and down the road looking for someplace better. That's the way we do it. However, they didn't have that option. They had to take what was available. That's called humility. Amen? Amen. And so they went in the barn. They went in the stable. And the animals are going, well, who is this? (laughs) Who, Who is this? And they were doing what animals always do, you know. But they had to make room, too. Think about it. The animals had to make room for baby Jesus, too. wasn't just who you think. So the animals got out of their usual position, and they began to pay attention. Yes, animals are nosy, just like people. Amen? And they began to pay attention to what was going on. And about this time, Mary had had all she could put up with. Joseph had to make her as comfortable as he could. And between the two of them, it doesn't say there was a midwife anywhere to be found. Between the two of them, they had to get baby Jesus out of Mary. Wasn't that interesting? Mm Mm-hmm. That was interesting. And they managed to get it done. And the animals went, would you look at this? So that's what happened. That's what happened. And it was a glorious burn. Our Heavenly Father put this huge star in the sky to celebrate. No, he did not grow a Christmas tree and put lights and garlands and ornaments. He didn't do any of that. That was not his plan. It still isn't his plan. He put one star in the sky that people could see from everywhere. I know you think that there were three wise men and that was all, but you're wrong. You do not go humping on a camel through the desert, out there where marauders and thieves and murderers are, without an army. You do not go without a militia carrying the... Expensive gifts that they were bringing You could get killed like that Let's be serious Bitcoin is nothing So The magi Were well equipped They had You know think about these Remember those Arabian knights Huge swords They knew how to use them They knew how to use them And never missed Mm Mm-hmm. You weren't going to ride up there with your Magnum. (laughs) Amen. So they showed up a little bit later in the program, you know, but they came looking for the one whose star was in the sky. Wasn't that wonderful? None of the relatives showed up; just the ones God appointed. Isn't that interesting? God has a different idea when it comes to arranging a party. He doesn't care if it's a lot or if it's a few. Amen? Maybe we need to change our thoughts, too. Amen? So they showed up and they worshipped. They worshipped. It was a holy, sacred moment in time. They worshipped. And that's what we ought to do for Christmas. We ought to worship him. We ought to adore him. We ought to cherish him. We ought to give him our See, this is what Christmas is for. Jesus is the reason for the season. It doesn't have anything to do with that pagan stuff. It has to do with the one who came to save our soul. Amen. Amen. He made us for himself, and he came and gave his life to have us back. So don't you deny him. Give him yourself for Christmas. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I suppose it's time for Holy Communion. You think? I think so. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for coming to see about us. We thank you for coming to give your life in exchange for ours. We thank you that you were willing and determined and your mind and heart was set to do everything our Heavenly Father wanted done to redeem us. No, we were not worthy. We were some of the worst scoundrels there were. That's why we can witness to other people, because we weren't so wonderful ourselves. But we received your love, and we received your mercy, and we received your forgiveness. We received the spirit of adoption, And now we're the children of God. So we come before you repenting of our nasty little deeds. You know, those ugly little thoughts, those bad words that we're not supposed to say anymore, and the attitude that's behind them. Even if it was impatience, you know how they like to drive on the highway, Lord. And just as you're accelerating, they make it their business to cut you off. We forgive them all, Lord, every last one of them. Amen, amen. And we might need to forgive you for all the ones you're going to meet today, too. Amen. We want to thank you for forgiving us. So, Father, we forgive all such that should be forgiven by us. We even forgive the Satanists today, Lord, for not loving you, for not receiving your love. We even forgive them. Because you died for them too You make the sun To shine and the rain To fall on the good and the evil The unthankful The unholy The uns, all of them We used to be uns But now we're holy And we thank you Lord For your presence here With us, in us And among us We give you praise so now if you have your elements ready, we're going to celebrate Holy Communion. Thank you, Mila. Amen. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, thank you, Lord, thank you. he break it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. Literally, in his blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Partake of the cup. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen, amen. You know, Saint, before I continue, think about it. At the most difficult point in Jesus' life, He was praying. He was praying. He knew what he had to go through. The Father had already showed it to him. He he wasn't in shock. He knew what was coming. But he was praying. Even as drops of blood started to come, he was praying. He was praying as he hung on the cross. Some of us say, oh, I'm too tired, oh, I don't feel well, oh, this and oh, that. But he had a crown of thorns pressed into his skull. He had blood dripping down it. He was hanging on a cross. There's no fun in that. He was nailed to that cross. Not those nails you get from the hardware store. No, these was real nails. He'd been beaten all night long. No, not with that little stuff you find at the party store. That's not it. A real whip with a can of nine tails that strips the flesh off your body. He was in pure agony. The demons were trying to torture him. And he was still praying.
0: He didn't stop. He prayed all the way through to the end. There's no such thing
1: as, Father, I'm too tired to pray right now. He never did that. Not once. Not ever. He gave it his all. Aren't we supposed to do the same thing?
0: He hadn't had
1: any sleep either. Not for days. You think they let him sleep while they were beating him all night long? No. Think of how the demons in those heathen men treated him. They tried to kill him. And where were the disciples? They ran away. Peter denied him. That's called abandonment. So you say, I never knew who my dad was. He abandoned us. Well, at least it wasn't as bad as what Jesus went through. He made it through. You will make it through too. Amen. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, Nancy Pelosi, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen. Lord, thank you for reminding me that I haven't forgiven Nancy Pelosi for what she did. You know that show-off thing. The archbishop said because she was in violation of the tenets of the Catholic faith, they don't believe in abortion. He said she couldn't receive, he tried to contact her many times and she ignored him. And so he declared that she couldn't receive Holy Communion. So Miss Smarty, she thought she was being smart, hopped on a plane and used probably our tax money to fly off to the Vatican so she could show that she could get communion anyway. Okay, Lord, I forgive her for that. That was wrong. And I hope that you can get her soul before she takes her last breath. Because right now she's not standing in too good a stead. Amen? Amen. Amen. So we'll believe with you because you say to the uttermost, you say, amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord, for giving us your body, your blood, and your life. We love you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, you know that in each of your saints is the desire to succeed. We long to become successful. We want to live the victorious Christian life. We want to please you. We even want others to become inspired by the fruit of our faith. We want to become the persons whom you created. Father, we admit, that all of our motives are not pure nor righteous, but we do sincerely want to follow you. Nonetheless, again and again, each of us fail. We let you down, we let ourselves down, and we disappoint others. Father, teach each of us to seek your face, even in the midst of failure. Never allow us, Father, to put off holding out our arms to you. Don't let us run, Lord, because we did something bad. Father, help us to stand before you once again. We thank you that your grace is sufficient for us and your grace never fails. Even though our efforts often fail, Lord, help us to remember that we are never a failure. Our worth is safe because it comes from you. Help us to learn from our failures, Lord. Use them to help us grow. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, We want to thank you that you're the Prince of Peace. Part of the Christmas message is peace on earth, goodwill toward mankind, peace on earth. Well, Lord, we have peace in you. Without you, there is no peace. We want to thank you that you have established yourself in our lives as our true source of peace. It's not in getting our lives juggled just right. It's not getting our circumstances just the way we think they ought to be. Our source of peace comes from a far richer source. Our source is pure and holy and righteous and clean and loving. We have peace with our Heavenly Father because you paid the price for that peace. We want to thank you for that peace, Lord. We were running quite mad without it. And we are grateful that we never have to return to that place again. Thank you for your peace, Lord. Thank you for your peace. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, From our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders. And we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his wicked powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. Hallelujah! Thank you for that, Father. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, listeners, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, all electronic, digital, technology demons and their attacks, leviathan spirits, kundalini spirits, brainwashing spirits, water and marine spirits, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, sorcery devils, seducing, womanizing drone and whoredom spirits, and all of their attacks in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, mind control by the occult, forced feedback, cyber-stalking, cyber-sex crimes, cyber-sex pornography, mm-hmm, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy, microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. We take authority, dominion, and power over such in Jesus' name. We bind pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust spirits, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. We bind all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer and all the demon attacks in Jesus' name. We bind all targeted radio frequency pulse weapons and air attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequencies, and the work of every druid. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all the wickedness coming off the satellites, the cell towers, and out of our devices in Jesus' name. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils and all mystic rituals in their intent. We order Father in the name of Jesus Christ, whoever that is that's been doing too much video game, too much gaming, we forgive their sin in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask that you get their attention, Lord, and teach them that it's deteriorating their own mind that that thing is there to tear their minds apart, Lord, and to take power over their lives. We thank you, Father, for reaching that person or persons in Jesus' holy name. We bind all 5G and their wicked components in Jesus' name. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Islander. Cabal coven, tribal groups, indigenous group, Haitian, Caribbean, Latin American, black and white magic, wherever it's practiced in Jesus' name. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Magellans' attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms. All shapeshifting spirits, and we, we bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in the in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect that has nothing to do with Nelson Mandela. We bind all satanic ritual abuse, devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedications. We bind all formations of bullflies flies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders and their webs and spirits of infirmity supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God, and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agents, and we bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, monitor, track, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop. Defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool, and the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind food, lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind alcoholism in the name of Jesus We bind all chemical dependencies in Jesus' holy name. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowback, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare. In Jesus' name, this includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Astro projections, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate, of conj- the inordinate use of conjugal rights in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Lord, for teaching us to do things right. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantment, la-la lands, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, and the spirit and the children of disobedience. We bind martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, looseness perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings, and we chain him with eternal chains under darkness, In Jesus' name, we bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, a culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all false deities, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, and Baphomet in his 72. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name, and we undo the work. Of every demonic weapon, fireball, poison, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs. And we return their affliction to the work of witch, worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual rite ceremony, pledge and vow in the name of Jesus Christ and the affiliated organizations. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, and the grips in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Amen. It feels good to be free, Lord, doesn't it? Yes, it feels good to be free. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the lay of the sins. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors in our lives, and the work of foolishness in our own opinions. And we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all, not just the ones we want to get rid of, and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control. In Jesus' name, we bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven, and we bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive, what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence, Lord, we have come to loose the bands of wickedness, undo heavy burdens. Let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke and chain and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief whom we serve and obey. Father, we disconnect ourselves and bind. Every spirit that followed us, every spirit that was sent to us and transferred to us, all those demons must leave us now in the name of Jesus. Even if they were just blowing in the wind, they got to go now in Jesus' holy name. Every ungodly thought, we circumcise ourselves from it. We bind it in Jesus' name and we send it to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all in authority, and for all true Christians, especially persecuted Christians and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand will save us. Father, we cover ourselves in the very blood of Jesus Christ and our means of transportation in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over our trip, over our road, over the road we travel, over the circumstances, over the condition of whatever our mode of transportation is, We thank you, Father, that we are in your hands. We're in your hands. You've released your angels to watch over us, Father. We thank you for their work in our lives in Jesus' name. We thank you for the blood of Jesus, the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you for your ministering spirits and your praising angels. But most of all, we are grateful for you. Yes, You thought it not robbery to come to earth, and you think it not robbery to be in our midst. We want to thank you, Lord. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus, and we take authority over every demon, every trespasser in the name of Jesus Christ while we're trying to rest and whatever we're trying to do. Their interference is bound in Jesus' holy name. Amen, amen, amen. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, now, you know you feel this sudden prick? That's usually a voodoo pen, okay? Don't just sit there and go, what was that? No, you pull that thing out, okay, thank Amen. Pull that thing out. God didn't send that to you. In the name of Jesus, we pull out our fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, and anything being sent to us by the devil because he's sending stuff all the time. We cut Ourselves free from ungodly silver cords and ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm And if by chance, Lord, we are attached to a wizard, warlock, or witch Whether we are aware of it or not, we cut that tie right now in Jesus' name Amen We break down, undam, and blow up walls of protection around globalists, nanotechnologists, shamans, satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, and divinators, and all liars in Jesus' name. We break the power of every love spell, vec text, curse, fetish, charm, sorcery, magic, voodoo, destruction, pain, torment, sickness, all psychic power and warfare, all psychic prayers, incense and candle burnings, incantations, ungodly blessings, root work, crystals, hoodoo, tribal rituals and sins. We cut ourselves free from those things in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of bondage that's come to tie us and bind us, we cut ourselves free. The anointing of the Lord Jesus Christ destroys every yoke in Jesus' name, and we are free. We are free. We are free from every bondage, free from every bondage, free from every bondage, free from every bondage, free from every bondage bondage. in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, I release the freedom that the Lord Jesus Christ purchased for us upon your people now. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. 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 Okay. So, I have to move this. Hi, I'm getting better at this. Aren't you glad? Say, yes, God is helping you. Amen. He always helps, you know. Amen. Yesterday I was busy running around trying to get things done. And so I just had to tell the Holy Spirit that I needed him to think for because I had too much on my mind.
0: <laughs>
1: you ever been like that? You had too much on your mind at one time. And it was just getting to be a bit much, so I, I, I asked him to think for him. I needed him to do that. And guess what? He'll do it. He'll do it. You just follow him one step, one moment at a time. You don't have to have it all figured out in advance. I know we like to think that we do, but that's just not the truth. Amen. <laughs> Amen? So today, we're going to talk about this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Accolades are given as a special honor or an acknowledgement of merit. Accolades are given as a sign of great respect, approval, and appreciation. Appreciation is the expression and recognition and enjoyment of the good qualities of someone. It is a good report. Amen? It means that we think well of someone. We recognize their value and their beneficial qualities. We have recognized and are grateful for the qualities that they possess and display. Amen? Amen? We choose to esteem them and to hold them in high regard, often with a warm attachment or respect. Amen? Romans chapter 13 verse 7. Romans chapter 13 verse 7. <sighs> Yes, Romans chapter 13, verse 7. Romans, New Testament, chapter 13, verse 7. Render, therefore, render means you have to give. Oh, yes, you have to, G-I-V-E, give. Render, therefore, to all. Really? Yes, he said all. That means nobody's left out. They're due. Tribute to whom tribute is due. That means you pay tithes and you pay taxes. Amen. 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 You pay tithes and you pay taxes. Notice there's somebody you have to pay. Praise the Lord. Custom to whom custom. Fear or reverence to whom fear, honor to whom honor. What is due them, you pay them. Amen? Amen. Now, I've heard Christians disobey this scripture, and I'll tell you how I've heard it most often. They decide that they don't particularly like some official of some sort, whatever their capacity may be. So they decide that they're not going to honor the person. They're not going to use their title at all, ever, at any time. You know, you frequently hear this if you accidentally turn on the news. And you hear instead of them saying whatever the person's title is and then their name, they just cut the title off as if it didn't exist. Well, you see, that's a violation of this scripture. They have the position, whatever position it is, and because they hold the position, you're supposed to honor the position and the person that's allowed in it. You may not like them or appreciate them at all, but there's respect that they are due. Amen? Amen. Amen. Now, some people have a little too much to say about that, but this scripture has come to correct that. Amen? Amen. So if correction is needed, receive it with joy. Amen? Amen. And then straighten up because you know God's expecting you to. Amen? Amen. The Bible is saying to us that it is a righteous activity to honor those who exemplify the honorable qualities that are noteworthy. Most often, we are too preoccupied with living to rest our thoughts on this matter for long. Yet today, I wish to bring our attention to this aspect of love. Because you see, we're called to love everybody. It doesn't matter how bad they're messing up. We're called to love everybody. Because God loves everybody. And since he lives in us, We have to express his love. Amen? Amen. Amen. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. We know this scripture, don't we? Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Finally, brethren. Brethren, that means I'm talking to some more Christians.
0: Yay!
1: Whatsoever things are true. That means if it's a lie, that doesn't fit this scripture, right? Right. Whatsoever things are honest. That means if it's underhanded, it doesn't fit this scripture, right? Whatsoever things are just. If it's injustice, it doesn't fit, right? Whatsoever things are pure. That means if it's vile, it doesn't fit, right? Whatsoever things are lovely, if something is quite disgraceful, it's not lovely. Whatever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. This is what we're supposed to focus on. And guess when we're supposed to do it? All the time. Lovely Amen Almost everyone Has some good quality Even murderers Have good quality Moses was a murderer And look at what God Got out of him If we had Hung him up the day he did that We would have missed everything He did Because he didn't get called into the ministry Until after he murdered somebody I know that just You know puts us on tilt But it's the truth He murdered somebody And I guess he threw some dirt over him I hope he did (laughs) And he ran away And ran around in the desert And got found And helped somebody out See He helped somebody out and watered their their livestock, got invited in to to eat dinner from somebody he didn't know, married his daughter, had grandchildren, and then ran into a burning bush. See, God is strange the way he does things. He doesn't do them the way we do them or the way we think they ought to go. God knew about Moses before Moses was in his mom. He knew the exact path he would take through life. So even if you're on your deathbed, it is not too late for you to get born again. It is not too late. You have not done so much sin that God won't take you. So if that's your excuse, drop it. It's not the truth. Amen. God desires for us to be in the habit of recognizing these qualities and bringing them forth in our thoughts. I can remember a time when a dear friend of mine was quite upset with one of her relatives. In fact, matters were quite tense between them. But as she reflected on their relationship, she was reminded of the positive qualities that this relative lives daily. As she continued to reflect on the good qualities that her relatively freely gave to others, her own attitude changed. It changed. She changed the direction of her thought, and her attitude changed. You see, things. there are no perfect people on this planet. Not one. No, not one. That includes you, beloved. Amen. Amen. Each of us is a well-blended mixture of strengths and weaknesses. The next time you look yourself in the mirror, saints, try to remember this. You have strengths and weaknesses. There are places in your life where you have an affinity for success, and places where you are more prone to failure. That's the truth. The problem arises when we fail to manage each side effectively. Our strength should not give us the big head. We shouldn't get pride because we have strength in an area. God has gifted us that way. It's his gift. Stop taking credit for it. Amen. Our weaknesses should not send us plunging into depression and despair. Quining improves nothing. Let me say it again. Quining improves nothing. Say it with me. Quining improves nothing. Very good. We should not Spend our time Bragging on our accomplishments In fact there's a scripture In Proverbs that tells you not to do that That's right Nor should we attempt to Hide Make excuses for Or deny our weaknesses Why? Because you have got them That's why And if you deny them You're telling a lie Liars go to hell You know it gets worse if you do it that way We need to be truthful and appreciate ourselves as children of the Most High God, growing in his love. Amen? Amen. That's how we should see ourselves. Bitter people seldom thank or praise anyone. No, not even the Lord. Bitter people are too centered on their sorrow. Their trauma, whether real or imagined, stops them from seeing the goodness which is all around them. But saints, God has given us the garment of praise for the spirit of grief, depression, oppression, and a heavy heart. God gave us something to work with this situation. He didn't leave us just sitting there. He gave us the spirit of praise, amen, Amen. the garment of praise for the spirit of grief, depression, oppression, and a heavy heart. So if you've got these things and you're not combating it with praises to our God, you're not doing your part, amen. You're not doing your part, Amen? amen? That's your part. God's done his part. you got to do your part. Just because it's printed on the page doesn't mean it just boing happens because you happen to look at it. No, you got to do this one. you got to open your mouth and praise the Lord when you feel like it and when you don't, especially when you don't. Amen. Psalm so Isaiah. Isaiah 61, verse 3. Isaiah 61. One, verse 3. Somebody needs to highlight this one today. So get your little highlighter out and go to work in your workbook. That means your Bible. If the print in your Bible is too small for you to use it as a workbook, you need a new one with bigger print so you can write in the margin. Amen? It's a workbook because you're supposed to work your life out of this book. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. They're in the kingdom of God, yes, and they're mourning. To give them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That they might be called Trees of righteousness, trees. Trees have to grow, don't they? You think they might need some of this praise to grow? The planting of the Lord, not just planted by anybody anywhere at any time, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. How would he be glorified? Because they're looking and acting like him. That's how. With. Praise ye the Lord Praise God in his sanctuary Praise him in the firmament of his power Praise him for his mighty acts, Praise him according to his excellent greatness Praise him with the sound of the trumpet Praise him with the psaltery and heart Praise him with the timbrel and dance Praise him with stringed instruments and organs Praise him upon the loud cymbals Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. There are two times when everyone ought to praise the Lord. Amen. So what do you do when you don't feel like praising the Lord? Praise no, you call your mom on the phone and you whine and cry and moan and groan for at least an hour. And you don't get off the phone till you're sure it's been an hour. I thought that's what you told me you did. Did you tell me you did this? <laughs> Amen. Oh, I'm so lonely. I never did that to my mom when I went to college. I never called home and said, oh, my baby, so lonely. I I didn't even think about calling home. She had to write me and say, we haven't heard from you. I went, really? (laughs) I was too preoccupied with figuring out what I was doing and what was going on and who were these people and on and on and on. Call home, that thought hadn't crossed my mind. We thought something happened to you. No, I just went to class. That's all. I need to go get something to eat. So they learned. They learned that when they didn't hear from me, I was fine. However, if the phone rang and it was me, it was time to be concerned. See, it works out just fine. So it's always time to praise the Lord. You see, Saints, my friend, just applied Philippians 4.8 to her own thoughts and heart. And when she did it, it released the love of God in her towards her relative. Mm-hmm. She applied Philippians 4.8. You know how you like to do that expensive cream that you pay too much for? You just want to rub it in. Because it makes your skin feel so good Well she applied Philippians 4.8 To her thoughts and her heart And it opened up that Vow that allowed the love of God That's in her heart To pour out to her relatives See the word really does work You know yes. Amen yes. You see We must actually Do the word Oh yes yeah. We actually have to do it So we're going, going to Romans chapter 2 verse 13 We can't just listen to the sermon That was a nice start Now do something with what you heard Amen yes. The Holy Spirit really wanted you to hear this part today Because when I got to it, I could feel it You know what I mean? Romans chapter 2 verse 13 For not the hearers of the law are just before God. For not the hearers of the law are made justified before God, but the doers of the law shall be justified. Not the hearers. It can't just be hearing and no doing. I know tons of people that go to church every Sunday and they hear the word preached, they can't wait to get out of church and get to the football game, and they forget the entire sermon before they get to their car. I know lots of them that do that. But you see, the Bible still says, and it's not going to change, when you leave this earth and go to stand before Jesus, it's still going to say the same thing. The doers of the law shall be justified. So you can't get up there talking about, well, Lord, I went to church every Sunday. Yes, indeed, you did. And what did you do with what you heard? Mm -hmm. Okay, James chapter 1, verse 22. James chapter 1, verse 22. James chapter chapter 1, verse 22. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. It doesn't work just to hear. That's the beginning. Next, you have to take that word, and it has to go inside you. And the work that's supposed to be taking place inside you Because the word has been sent in you, it's supposed to take place. But you have to allow for that. You have to choose if you're going to receive it or if you're not. If you're going to remember it or if you're going to forget it. Or if you're actually going to change and do it. Even people who don't like bananas can like bananas on a fast. Amen 2 Kings chapter 5 2 Kings chapter 5 And we're going to start with verse 9 2 Kings chapter 5 Beginning with verse 9 This is the account of Naaman The captain of the militia for the king of Syria Naaman had leprosy and if not healed, he would have died being a leper. Once Naaman had received his healing by obedience to God's minister, the prophet Elijah, he did something, and we're going to talk about it. So beginning with verse 9, 2 Kings chapter 5, beginning with verse 9, so Naaman came with his horses and with his chariots and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. Mm-hmm. Go wash in the blood of Jesus. You'll come out just fine. Amen? But Naaman was wrong. He had attitude, too much attitude and went away and said, Behold, I thought. There it is right there. I thought. I keep repeating, saints, that the kingdom of God does not pivot on our thoughts or our feelings. The kingdom of God does not pivot on our thoughts and our feelings. Well, I thought my responsibilities were the kingdom of God does not pivot on our thoughts and our feelings. He will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and strike his hand over the place and recover the leper. See, he already had it all figured out. Wrong. Are not Abana and far, far rivers of Damascus, where he came from, better than all the waters of Israel? Better? Waters what? Better bit mm. there, there too much pride there hmm. That's why you have to go wash in the waters of Israel <laughs> To wash their pride away Oh goodness Lord That's awful huh. May I not wash in them And be clean So he's going to pick his own method of healing Here he is a leper He can't do a thing about it If he doesn't get cured He's going to die a leper But here he wants to pick his own brand You know I don't use that brand. I would rather use this brand. You can't affect the healing anywhere. You need to be humble and accept what you get. So he turned and went away in a rage. And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee do some great thing, wouldn't thou have done it? How much rather than when he said to thee, wash and be clean. They were like, well, what's the big deal? The man told you, just go get in the water, wash, and you'll be fine. We came all this way for you to get healed. We went through this and this. You got a letter from the king and blah, 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 and on and on. And you're going to come all the way here and not get healed? What are you thinking? Look. Then he went, then he, then went he down. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Then went he down, down. You know, he had to decrease so God could increase in his life. And dipped himself. It does not say anybody dipped him. And dipped himself seven times in Jordan. I've been to Jordan. That water is cold. I'm going to tell you that's not a joke. That's, it's not just a song. That water really is cold. According to the saying of the man of God, oh, he's going to obey the man of God? Isn't that a revelation? And his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. And he returned to the man of God he and all his company and came and stood before him. And he said, Behold, now I know that there is no God in all the earth but in Israel. Now say, we need to talk about this. You see, Once Naaman had recovered his healing by finally obeying God's minister, he showed his appreciation by offering him a reward. You see, this was a worldly man. This is how he thought you do things. Many times, more than I care to count, I watched saints of God receive a miracle through this ministry in which God used the faith of the minister and other saints to release his grace. Guess what? Well, let's go to Luke 17 and find out. Guess what? Luke 17, beginning with verse 12. Luke 17, beginning with verse 12. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers. This must be the leper Sunday. Which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. See, he spoke the word only And it came to pass That as they went They were cleansed They obeyed They did what they were told to do They didn't stand there and gawk And say I wonder if I can get his autograph They didn't do that They didn't want to get a selfie with it. They did what they were told Amen And one of them when he saw that he was healed, turned back, and with a loud voice glorified God, and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. He wasn't a Jew. He was a half-breed. He wasn't even part of the covenant. He wasn't supposed to get any blessing at all Because Jesus was sent to the lost house of Israel And Jesus answering said Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found That return to give glory to God Save this stranger. Hmm. Well, isn't that deep? You see, saints, I watched many persons receive miracles after Pastor Pat prayed for them. Some of them were ministers of the gospel, too. But after they were released from the hospital and saw her in an assembly of other ministers, they hardly acknowledged her presence. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 25, verse 40, Matthew chapter 25, verse 40, Matthew chapter 25, verse 40, and the king shall answer and say unto them, verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren. Ye have done it unto me. Verse 45, Matthew chapter 25, verse 45. Verily I say unto you, Jesus speaking, inasmuch as ye did it not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me. This particular minister that I remember today, he got his miracle and went on his way. And we met him again in a church service. And he barely spoke to her. And when I say barely, I mean barely. He came just shy of snubbing her. So Jesus says, that when you haven't done it to the least of them, you did it not to me. So it's no way for him to praise the Lord or thank the Lord because he didn't acknowledge the minister through whom God used the faith to bring the healing. Saints, don't forget where your blessings come from. It's right. dangerous. It's very dangerous. Jesus takes it personal. Saints, she has gone on. She's not here on the earth anymore. That person cannot call her on the phone to offer their appreciation at all. It's too late for that now. That opportunity came and went, and the other people, too. It remains on their record before God. Hmm, that's serious. Saints, if this is you... Perhaps you will come to see for yourself how Jesus views this. I pray that you get the point. Saints, when God intervenes in your life to any degree at all, you have received a miracle. Because a miracle really is the intervention of our holy God in the lives and affairs of people. He comes to interrupt what normally would have happened. He comes to bring his power, his might, his authority, his wisdom, his holiness on the scene. And what would have happened doesn't. Mm-hmm. You have received a miracle. The failure to give him the praise that is due him is a sin and a felony against his kingdom. It's a sin and a felony against his kingdom. Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1, beginning with verse 18. Romans chapter 1, beginning with verse 18. Did you do something? Okay, thank you Romans chapter 1 Beginning with verse 18 For the wrath of God Is revealed from heaven Against all ungodliness And unrighteousness of men Who hold the truth In unrighteousness What do you mean Hold the truth in unrighteousness They know the truth But they won't do right According to the truth They know the truth But they won't apply the truth They'd rather deny the truth Because that which may be known of God Is manifest in them They know about God They're not lost Not that way They don't have complete ignorance of God For God has showed it unto them So you can't say you don't have any idea what's going on. Verse 21, Romans chapter 1, verse 21, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. They didn't give him credit for being God, all that God is. Neither were they thankful but became vain in their imagination, and their foolish heart was darkened. Amen. You see, Saints, you cannot fail to attribute to God that He performed the miracle, and that your situation is changed because of Him. Nor... Can you refuse to admit that without his intervention, you would still be in a fix? You see, saints, some power greater than you had to step in. So if you will not attribute your change to Almighty God, who are you going to glory? Five. Who are you giving the glory to? Who? Think about it. Who are you worshiping? Who? You see, all you is either God or Satan. There's no in between. Failure to give him the praise, the glory, the honor that he is due is saying you're attributing it to devil. Because you can't say that you could do it because you couldn't. You didn't. So if you don't give him the praise, you're automatically giving it to Satan. That's the idea. Get it? Amen. 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 Hallelujah means praise to God, the strong one, the creator, and to the redeemer. It is connected with the overthrow of the wicked. We are to praise our God for who he is. For the honored privilege of prayer, for his deeds among humanity, for his marvelous and wonderful work, for his holy name, for his strength, for his wonders, for his judgments in the earth, that he is the Lord our God. We ought to praise him. He is worthy of the glory, all of the glory. He deserves our praise. Our hallelujah belongs to him. He deserves it. All of the glory belongs to him. Hallelujah. All the glory, all the honor, all the praise belongs to him. He alone deserves it. He alone deserves our worship. Good. I'm glad you finally agreed with me. Stand for the benediction. So, those of you who God's moved in your life, you may not call anything that God does minuscule or unimportant. It's so unimportant that you can't put it in the Global Prayer Warriors Prayer Room. You forgot. No, it couldn't be important to you if you forgot. Amen? Amen. The glory belongs to him. It's his. Give him what he's due. Give him the praise that he is due. Now unto the King Eternal, Immortal, Invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. And the church says, Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen, praise the Lord I want you to think about what this message says to you personally I want you to seriously meditate on what God has said to you today And some of you are going to need to repent Amen? Amen Make sure it's sincere Not one of those, um, okay, I need to repent now, Lord, so here it is. No, that's not repentance. It's got to come out of your heart. Pastor loves you. God loves you. Now it's time for you to love God. Amen? Amen.
0: Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen.